0: Have you ever been asked, what do you want to be when you grow up? Gwen gets to work. I like talking to people, and they like talking back to me. Well, that's what I think. One day I asked my mum, how do I know what I want to be when I grow up? My mum said, if I interview people about like their jobs and things like that, well i will find out and like the people all the people who who are listening um you will find out too if you don't know let's get to work
1: i'll bring you flowers in the pouring rain living without you is driving me I'll bring you flowers, I'll make your day. The tears you cry, I will drive them all the way away.
0: Ooh, oh, baby, did I say? In this week's episode, I am talking to Joanna, a top London florist who creates a flor floral displays for events or weddings and for people's homes. She even does flowers for Buckingham Palace. I always think a florist is just in a shop, putting flowers in a vase. But is it? So if you like flowers and gardens, or you think your favourite subject is art, like Jo's was, I think you're going to love this one. Hi, Jo.
1: Hello, nice to meet you. <laughs> nice to meet you
0: too. So you are a florist.
1: What does that mean? Oh, good question. What is a florist? Well, I like to think that we're. when people say you're a florist, people think that maybe you work in a shop um, and that you serve lots of customers through a shop but actually we're a slightly different type of florist in that we deliver large scale events and we look after big celebrity clients um, and um, we look after um, all the royal palaces in London um, to lots of unique venues, um, lots of art galleries like the National Portrait Gallery to the V&A. Um, to Kensington Palace, the Tower of London. So we do some really amazing, really big installations. I call them installations, quite creative, but all <sighs> floral-based, and it's lots of fun. I like to think It's
0: amazing. Of
1: yeah. Um,
0: so what's your favourite place you've been to?
1: <gasps> oh, I think my favourite place has to be uh, Buckingham Palace because um, I've met the Queen, so that was exciting.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I think one place that I really enjoy is the BAFTAs, because we get to see lots of exciting people, um, and it's a really tight ship, and we have a really big team on that event. So we work with lots of other suppliers. Um, but for Hayfield and Rhodes, we sometimes have to have about 30 designers working all in such a short period of time to get everything in place. So it's quite stressful, but lots of fun. But it's great to see everyone in action. And I get a walkie-talkie, so I quite like <laughs> it.
0: <laughs> your company?
1: Yes. So there is a slight change about um, the company. It used to be um, a family business. But last year, and I'm sure you're aware of it, with COVID, We actually got um, bought out, so it's not officially my company anymore. But I'm the managing director, and it's part of a bigger, a bigger brand. And it's very much its own brand underneath a bigger umbrella. 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 So that's Mm what I'm writing. So yeah. Do you actually mean an umbrella? Oh, um, no. Um, it's like, um, uh, how can I put it? Um, oh, this is a difficult one to explain. It's like a a different arm to a company. So rather than it being one big company, it's a bit like a spider and you have lots of different legs coming off <laughs> the legs. There we go. So I don't know why we call it an umbrella, but it's kind of terminology. An umbrella for a bigger group. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So you said you worked with the BAFTAs. What are the BAFTAs?
1: So the BAFTAs is the British award ceremony. And we look after the nominees party and the VIP dinner, which takes place the night before. Which seems a bit crazy because the big award ceremony is on the Sunday normally but we do the really big, big, big party the night before. And all the people who have made films, um, they like to come and kind of show off and they all get interviewed and they all have lots of drinks and talk to one another. And we make it look all really pretty. Um, And there's lots of branding. So Nespresso is normally the main sponsor at the moment for the BAFTAs um, with EE. So we work alongside them and make it look all really pretty.
0: Yeah. You said you looked after celebrities. Yeah. Are you allowed to say who?
1: Ooh, now this is a really good one. Normally we we have to keep everything really confidential because people just don't want people to know what they're up to. Um, I'm trying to think of a celebrity that I might be able to mention. Um we organised a lady called Sarah Lindsay and she's an Olympian um, skater um, and she oh. was in Hello magazine, which um, is like a, a nice celebrity mag that you can yeah. read to and see what they're up to. Um, so I can talk about Sarah Lindsay, but a lot of them, sadly, we can't talk about. We have to sign lots of disclaimers. That's
0: okay. <laughs> the Queen is a pretty good one
1: too. The Queen is a good one. <clears throat> um, yes. Um so we're very delighted. We've been looking after her for many years. So
0: That's very nice of you.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite type of flower? Oh, well, if we're talking about this season, which is obviously summer, it has to be a coral peony. Coral Sunset Peony and it starts as a bright bright pink and then it goes through to a lovely shade of like a lemony white. I've actually got one here. Do you want me to go and get it? Yes please. Bear with me. A few moments later. I don't know if you can see these but this is a sunset peony. It looks beautiful. It is beautiful and this is the same peony but it's not as advanced oh, Wow! So, and it starts as a really dark pink and it bleeds through into a lovely creamy white but wow. it's gorgeous that's my favorite flower and that's what i had at my wedding so and with a miss piggy rose so i love lots of <laughs> corally hot pinks you can't go wrong yeah
0: we'll put a photo on our instagram of that
1: sorry We'll put a photo
0: of that on our Instagram. Oh, yeah,
1: that's a good idea. I think I've got some of those coral peonies on my Instagram as well, so I can always um, send them to you if you like. Okay, that
0: would be great.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) What is your favourite flower you've sold?
1: Um, Oh, gosh, favourite flower that I've sold. I think it really depends, but I think one flower that has quite a lot of meaning um we did a really beautiful um showcase for princess diana and it's with lily of the valley and it has a lot of meaning in that it's meant to kind of bring peace and uh, calmness but um also it's used for like may day as a celebration so there's a lot of meaning behind it but what i love about the flower is you can get it as a cut stem. But you can sell it on the root so people can enjoy it and then they can plant it in the garden afterwards. So I like the fact that it, it comes back every yeah. year. So it's quite nice. So
0: you get to keep it forever. That's
1: it, ever and ever. Yeah.
0: <laughs> How long have you been in business?
1: Oh, so I have been working at and Roads since 2007, 2008. So that, I would say, is quite a long time. So I think it's about 15 years, which is a long time. Um, yeah, but it's been great. And what I love about it is that every day is different and clients evolve with the times. And that's what we like to do or what I like to do anyway.
0: That's way before I was born. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So, because you said every day is a different day, is every day lovely or can it sometimes be stressful?
1: Really stressful. Um, It can be stressful in that sometimes flowers just don't want to open.
0: Sorry, we're closed. (laughs)
1: <laughs> sometimes flowers can misbehave themselves and they don't want to perform so they say I will not open and I've had enough and I'm not going to show off I'm going to wilt and then <laughs> we have a lot of stress on our hands because then if the flowers are not happy then the client's not happy so we have to be really really careful that we we make sure that the flowers are really happy Um, but we have to check a lot to do with the weather and where the flowers are going to be put into place. So has that ever happened to you? Yes, lots. So perfect example, uh, we had Ascot, which is happening next week. And we look after lots of areas. And I think it was the second year that we were working on it. And it was 42 degrees. And we had all these marquees. I think we had... Over 4,000 table centres and really big displays. And it was just too hot. And all the flowers just started going, ah. So it was really stressful because then we had to work all through the night to change all the flowers. So when you say all through the night, I got there at eight in the evening. And then we finished about half or five in the morning. Were you quite tired? Really tired. But the great thing is when you're working with a team, you all motivate each other and you just keep on going. But that wasn't meant to happen. But the flowers weren't happy. So we knew that the client wouldn't be happy. So then we had to change everything. Um, <laughs> so it happens occasionally oh. and you have no control. But it's how you deal with the situation. Um, and yeah. it was it's it's quite a big project that we have to make sure we keep everyone happy on so so what's your
0: favourite display of flowers you ever saw you've ever done
1: oh um I think my favourite display which is on our website is a design that I created for Kensington Palace and I think this brought in a bit of my art degree um and they had a very large space, and they wanted to do a catwalk. And a catwalk is where models show off lots of lovely clothes, but this was bridal gowns, so it's very high-end bridal gowns. Yeah. And normally they have uh, a catwalk that goes straight through the space, and it's a bit awkward because then everyone doesn't know where to stand. So I started <laughs> looking at all the designers and the fashion houses of what they do, And there's a company called Dior and Chanel, and they created these amazing, evolving kind of circular catwalks where they created like a beach. And there's one that I really loved was these coal peaks and they're like mountains in the middle of a room. And I thought, wow, we could do something similar, but with a real meadow feel of flowers going into these peaks and then you'd see these beautiful models and brides like peeking out from behind the mountains and it was different wow. than that was. yeah and it had a gold yeah. mirror catwalk and the great thing is I had amazing production company and a production company is like they do amazing lighting and they sorted all the floor out for me and they created these um these kind of big sculptures or templates for where we could put the flowers and um they were on wheels because we didn't have much time so they helped wheel these mountains into place but if you see the designs you wouldn't know that they're on wheels but i had such an amazing team around me we managed to make it work and it was yeah everyone said it was the best event that they've ever been to and i was like my idea and it was great it Uh,
0: sounds amazing yeah
1: it was it was pretty cool was that yeah, quite some long time ago, or was it quite soon? Um, it was in 2019, so it was a couple of years ago. Um, yeah, and yeah, I think it was about November time, and it was really good.
0: Does it's, it depend how many flowers you put in a display, or do you normally have a limit?
1: So with all our clients, they always have a budget, so we're always led by their budget. So we have some clients who will spend thousands of pounds and we have some clients who only want to spend a little bit of money so again that can be really variable but sometimes you have a really big client and one event they will have a big budget and then they might have an event the next month and it can be quite small but we have to cost everything up by the stem so yeah so we organize events or bouquets from £50, but then we've organised events for over £100,000, which is crazy! It's like a house! So, uh, a very big difference. Who grows the flowers? So, we buy directly from a market in Holland called Ellesmere. And Ellesmere in Holland is the biggest production of flowers for all over the world. So, the great thing is, the flowers from there go to New Zealand all the way across to America and because we buy in such large bulk we organise a shipment direct from them and they come to us with the flowers yes. and they're super fresh because there's no one in between so we're really <laughs> lucky that we can do that and we have shipments all the time um, so there's always new exciting things to see here so.
0: Why Holland?
1: Well, I think uh, Holland, um, I find this quite interesting. They invested a lot of money after the World War, uh, World War II, and they created all these amazing glass houses. And sadly, in Britain, they decided not to put that investment back in because they used to have quite a lot of glass houses. Um, And then they kind of took over that whole kind of area and they were just kind of ahead of the game and, it, and it's been that way ever since um but I think there is some British flowers but we just don't have the same momentum or quantities as is Alsmere. so we love to buy local if we can but normally the quantities that we need we have to go through Alsmere, sadly so not sadly they're great but you know
0: so, when you went to art college, did you need other qualifications to become a florist?
1: Um, that's really interesting. Um, so, I would say people going into floristry, there seems to be two streams. Some people just after school decide that they want to go into floristry and they do a BTEC, which can be two to three years and you have different um, levels or okay. grades. Um But as myself, um, and that kind of happens, I would say, for half of people in our industry, they come from a creative background and not necessarily floristry. So some people have a photography background. uh, Some people have done window dressing. So it's it's a real interesting mix. Um, But for the dynamics of our business, being one of the kind of leading florists in London, it's really important that you have different skills that everyone can bring to the table. So it's good to have a different outlook. So actually, (laughs) when I I see someone's CV and they haven't always necessarily been a florist, I think they'd be a good person to to interview or to have on the team. Yeah.
0: So when you were younger, did you want to become a florist?
1: No, I didn't. No, my dream was always to be an artist painting or drawing um which I think anyone doing a fine art degree was always their dream um and then I really wanted to work in a gallery which I did do which I loved um, but I missed being really creative so and that's when I decided to do this intense floristry course um and then I started working for people in the industry to see if I'd like it and I loved yeah. that's good yeah and then I made the change so
0: I think well this is what I think you will say yes but do you spend the money that you get from the people that give you money um on flowers
1: oh that's a really good one whenever we have something new on the website um like we had a new easter wreath I couldn't resist I had to buy one so I could make it with my kids and it was great fun and I think that's really nice so I sometimes you need blinkers on I'm like a a kid in a sweet shop and I think don't look don't look um because I just want to take everything home um so I I go through phases when I'm like I'll take that home and then other times I don't, but normally it's a plant not looking very happy and needs a good home. And yeah. then I'll take it home and bring it back to life. Um, and that feels quite good. So, and yeah, sad. not that happens.
0: Yeah. Did anything change in COVID because there weren't so many people?
1: A lot has come happened. to. Yeah, a lot has changed for Hafen and Roads because we were 80% event based, which was um, lots of offices and corporates having parties. And then suddenly with COVID, there was no parties. And, you know, I've been through um, recessions, which you might think, what's a recession? It's when things turn a bit slower in in business. And I hadn't dealt with anything like this before. Um, so our business changed quite a lot. So uh, our website where we sell bouquets used to be the smallest part of our business. And with Covid, we had to reinvent that and is now one of the biggest areas of our business at the moment because weddings and events can't take place. So it was a big, big change. Yeah, it's quite sad that that happened. It is, it is. And I was pulling my hair out because I just (laughs) didn't know what to do. And I'm really lucky that um, McQueen's, um, who's another luxury florist, really wanted to work closer with Hayflin Roads. So I made the decision to um, yeah, join join ships. They took over the business. Um, And Um, so... In some ways, that was like a lifeline for me. So I thought it can keep the business going and then I don't need to worry so much how long it's going to take for everything to come back. Yeah. Uh, And it's really nice because all the team came across um, and things like that. So it's been... Yeah. Yeah.
0: So do you... When, like, people come and ask for flowers, but sometimes when people if people don't know what they want would you like tell them or like recommend flowers to them
1: definitely I think people quite like to ask my advice on things and sometimes sometimes it can get a bit frustrating because they always want my advice but it's quite nice to say guys I would have this flower it's a lot better the quality the cost so there's all these things that I can help and share and that's just it's all about trust and relationships and I think that's why Haven and Roads is what it is today because it's those relationships that we have with our clients and they well they respect that and they know that we will do a good job for them um yeah
0: yeah I expect you will yeah I see your website and my favorite one is where you I think you were advertising something or like yeah. So I think it was. And then you had loads of different types of flowers going around
1: them. I think it really went with them. Oh, thank you. I'm trying to think which one that is now. There's so many different ones that we've done, like Google, Nespresso, and we do things for Pige, um Patek. There's all lots of different brands that we work with. So there's lots of exciting ones. I'm trying to think which one it is, but. Uh, these ones oh yes oh, oh what's her name cat mcconey yes that she's lovely I those looks beautiful oh thank you that's part of the botanical gift sets that we sell online and they're very very popular
0: they look beautiful and they're very bright
1: yeah exactly i love color if you if you haven't guessed i love <laughs> colors and things more colours are better it's like a rainbow yes
0: (laughs) is there anything you think we should know about being florist that i that we haven't that you haven't told us
1: yeah there's one thing i haven't told you everyone thinks floristry is really beautiful and pretty but people forget that it can get really cold in the winter months it's really early starts like super super early um so, things like that people forget. And you've always got your hands going in and out of cold water. So, flowers love to be cold. So, if you don't like being cold, floristry is definitely not for you. <laughs> Lots of layers, hats, gloves, scarves, you know. This is the first time I think I've taken my jumper off, though. Yeah. That is surprising. <laughs> So
0: I think you'd better go and um, pick your kids up now.
1: Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, oh, thanks. Yeah, they won't be happy if I collect them late. Won't will they? So, yeah. Oh well, it's been lovely, lovely, um, talking to you. Um, and if there's anything else you can think of, you can always drop me a line. So.
0: yeah
1: Oh well, thank you so much for your time. Thank you too. Oh well, take care, guys.
0: Bye. Bye. Well, I never thought about florists getting really cold all the time. (sighs) But I think it sounds like a cool job to me, don't you? Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Gwen Gets to Work. See you next time. Bye!